The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier, the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome to the show. Another week, another show. Uh, Sir. We appreciate everybody who is going to tune in and listen. Uh, If you are a returning uh, listener, welcome back. And if you're a first-time visitor, welcome, welcome. Hope to see you in the future. Hope to hear from you in the future. Uh, Real quick, uh, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Individually, you can uh, follow Trey Frazier at Trey Frazier and myself at Maestro Styles on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Barbershop SPOR2. Make sure you like the Facebook page and subscribe on YouTube uh, as we are working diligently to get some new content on uh, up on YouTube. But we, we, we'll get there soon enough. Um, Hey man, real quick, man. I definitely want to. I want to take the time to shout out black people, real quick. I not, you know, nothing. You know, just a real impromptu. Shout out to the black to black people in the world. Um, it's a tough time, and I I, I just want to make sure I, sh- I shout out black people right now. Trey, what's going on, man? Uh, I tell you what, that's a good shout out to make, man. Um, this is day number twenty two or twenty three of a lot of protests that are still going on in this country in most of these cities and i love every minute of it man and obviously i'm talking the positive uh protest um you know i don't don't condone um i don't condone looting rioting that kind of a thing if it happens so be it um but i like the fact that this is getting the attention that it rightfully deserves and i'll give another shout out to the family of one Rayshard Brooks. Yeah. Uh, rest in rest in peace to that brother too. Condolences for, for certain for losing his life to the hands of police in Atlanta over the weekend. I think it was Friday night, and um, 
you know, just just another, you know, sad story. Another reason why we got to keep going. Absolutely. Abs- absolutely, man. I-, I really think everything we're going to talk about tonight is going to center around what we're fighting for right now. Yeah. I mean, you got guys in the NBA talking about not being not so much ready to play, but don't feel like it's a good idea to just get basketball up and running again. Right. And, and then you got baseball players who did a video, black baseball players, they did a video, which I didn't see yet, but I heard guys like Andrew McCutcheon, Mookie Betts, just to name a few, they did a video similar to what the NFL black guys did. Hey, um, my fault. Hold on, my fault. Uh, turn, turn your game down just a a bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Alright. Alright, let me know if that's good enough. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Sorry if I was coming in loud. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't nothing you were doing. We we didn't test before we came in, so. No, that's all right. That's cool. That's cool. So I think tonight is going to be special because I think everything that we're going to talk about gets centered around what we're all fighting for as a people right now. So if nothing else, man, you want to get started with some Kyrie talk, we could definitely do that. Yeah, um, I... Where do you where you stand at? Where you stand with it, man? Where you at with this? So I had a chance to watch Dwight Howard's appearance on Don Lemon last night on CNN, and he talked about how basketball, at least for him and his eyes, wasn't of importance at the moment, given the kind of state we're in as a country right now and what black people are fighting for in terms of equality and you know all the things that we've been, you know, fighting for for so many years. Right. And after listening to Dwight last night, and I know people like to poke fun at him with the, you know, with the butt thing and, you know, how he's not tough enough mentally when it comes to his game and all that. I'm on the side of Dwight Howard. And and I'm on the side of him and, and to a degree Kyrie because they're both kind of speaking the same language when it comes to putting the importance of social injustice and protest and putting more focus on fighting for these rights than those guys being bundled up in Orlando trying to get a season restored again. Yeah. So here's my take on it, right? There's a saying that sports is a distraction. And I agree with that statement 100%. Really? But I also... uh, Huh? No, I said really. Yeah, I I do. I, I, I think sports can be a distraction. Um, I think in most white people's eyes, and I'm and I'm just strictly talking white people, whether they're racist or not. Mm-hmm. I think for them, sports is a distraction as well. That's why I believe sometimes you'll hear folks like Laura Ingram on Fox News say, you know, shut up and dribble. You'll hear other people say, well, stick to sports. This is not your arena. You shouldn't be talking politics. That kind of a thing. I'm on the side of Dwight in this sense that the fellas getting back to basketball could hurt, not really hurt the chances of us, you know, getting the changes that we want changed, but keeping the focus. Because let's, you know, let's be honest, you know, nobody's really watching NASCAR. Um, You know, I think everything right now with no sports, no football, no baseball, no NBA, the focus is right on what we were talking about at the top of the show, 
uh, social injustice, the protests, the fight to keep, you know, with all the changes that they've made with the police departments in each of these cities. We discussed some of that. I posted some of that on our Instagram page the other day. And those guys going back to playing basketball will get fans refocused on, oh, these guys are playing basketball again. They're getting their season going. Now we got something to watch on TV. Because let's face it, I've been watching news for the last three months. <laughs> uh, I've been watching too much news, to be yeah. quite honest with you. Uh-huh. And, it's, and, and it's, you know, when, when, you, when people say, you know, let's find a distraction, let's, you know, it's usually sports. And guess what? There hasn't been any sports to distract people from what's been taking place in the streets and what we got going on in this country. So I'm on the side of those guys in the sense that, hey, if you guys want to not play because you want to work and put more efforts toward keeping everybody in the country focused on what we're doing as a society, then I'm I'm all for it 100%. Okay, so... Do you think this is a, so? You think is a, do you think there's a possibility that this can be a healthy distraction? This being the one, MB, them you know, playing, playing or so I mean you like you're 100 percent on the wheel that this is an unhealthy distraction or like or let me ask you is you're saying this is an unhealthy distraction? Am I am I clearing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. I disagree. I I think um, I think nothing. Brent, I think. Sports and music bring more awareness to whatever issue you're trying to bring awareness to than pretty than than uh, hell, damn there. And besides flat out going out and protesting, and, and you know what I'm saying. But it's the it's the it's the uh, it's the medicine and the candy approach. You know what I'm saying. There are there are things that players can do individually right now or teams could do as teams right now that's going to help bring awareness to um you know to police brutality and social injustices while they're playing. Um as far as Kyrie or and Dwight Howard's point go, um I you know you not playing is going to mean what? Um they're still they're still going to play. Um, LeBron is adamant that he ready to play. Um, and, and, uh, I forget who, who said it. I, I don't know if it was Steven Jackson. I can't remember who it was, but if LeBron play big dog play, Bama's is going to play. So it, it's, you know, I, Patrick I, Beverly, said Patrick that. Beverly. Thank you. Um, yep. I could respect, I could respect that you feel a, a, um, a concern for, um, you know, for for you know it being you know there being a distraction, but um, for me, um, I would take that that airtime, and I would I would find some dope shit to do on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm reminded of when they came out with the uh, when they came out with the uh, shirts after. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank. The uh, oh, I, I know what you're referring to. The, the referring Clippers. To the, oh, the Clippers. The Clippers. Okay, the Clippers. But that too. But that too. Um, this is the time more than ever where teams can, teams and individuals can contribute and can uh, promote awareness on a court, and nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's going to check them. Not not a Adam Silver. Not I mean maybe coaches might try to check them behind closed doors, but then even then. 
it's time to expose them coaches at this point. Like, we we really right. on a hotbed right now where everything you do can be um, – it's you, cancel culture season right now. Well, but more than the, but more than that, we we can expose. We it's wide open. We can promote, expose, and and whatever we want to put, as long as we got a platform to do it on. And uh, whether whether Kyrie want to admit it or not, the NBA playing in those games is a uh, platform to promote social awareness. Obviously, he won't get to say anything unless he gets an interview, which if he balls out in a game and he's the main reason why they win a game, they're going to interview him. Um, Then there you go. That's your platform to speak on social awareness to people who wasn't even trying to hear, you know, police brutality or wasn't trying to hear about social injustice. Now you you force-feeding it to them in a way that you were trying to force-feed it it to them if you weren't playing. You know what I'm saying? Like you if so if, if he wanted to do this just to say, you know, I I'm gonna take this time and go, you know, protest or do whatever, like what 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 were you going to do? I I see this as an opportunity. And then at the end of the day, Trey, why not get paid? Because don't we need money don't we need money to help this systematic oppression? We we do need money. We do need funding. We do need these kinds of resources to help further the Black Lives Matter movement and other movements. And I ain't talking about and I ain't talking about just, you know, what the NBA is donating and God bless them for how they're contributing financially. But some of that money gotta come out of players' pockets too. And um, Of course. And you're making the money. You're making the money. So you know, if you wanna help us, if you wanna help the cause you want to help us as people. Um, this ain't gonna hurt. This ain't gonna. This I, I get how people would look at it and say it can hurt, but I look at it as an opportunity, man. We we can we can spread social awareness. This could um, Kaepernick Kaepernick started this whole thing on national television. You know what I'm saying? He was on TV when they noticed what he was doing and asked him about it, and you know it was on camera. It was on a platform. So why not take advantage of the platform Yeah, and get paid while doing it? Yeah, your your point about the money is is fair. I don't think I see, like, a right or wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I think I I see both points. I think I'm just saying I disagree with Kyrie is what what I'm saying. I mean, if that's what he want to do, yeah, for certain, that's his business. Right. But I definitely disagree. And and to counteract with that point, Kyrie, he's not going to be enough to do what he wants to do. Obviously, he's got to have players that's going to back him in a way where it's meaningful, it's powerful, it, you know, drives home the point. Um, but I was more so kind of responding to what Dwight was saying last night. And um, I didn't I, see I didn't see him on Dwight on, on, on Don Lemon. I'm sorry. I didn't see him on Don Lemon. I didn't right. even know he was so, on. Right. So I didn't I didn't even think he was coming on either, but once they announced that he was coming, I was like, "Oh, I, I got to hear what Dwight's got to say about all this." Mm-hmm. And as and as he was talking, I'm in my head. I'm thinking, "Man, there's probably not going to be another opportunity like we have right now, where we got white America's attention right now." Because you know, again, white people find sports as a distraction. Hell, I find sports as a distraction. But if this is for the sake of us trying to get changes made within the police departments across this country, um, reform, defunding, all, all these things, and there's nothing out there that's to distract 
white America from all the protests and things like that, then man, we, we got to take advantage of this time because God knows if we're ever going to see this again. I mean, this is the first time we're actually experiencing something to where you have 23 days straight of ev almost every city in this country out in the streets protesting peacefully, bringing awareness to this thing. Right. I don't know when we're going to, I don't know when we're going to get this opportunity again, but I do see your point in regards to the money factor. And just to add to your point, I saw Stephen A's video yesterday. It was like four or five minutes. He was responding to something that Stephen Jackson had said. Okay. Uh, Stephen Jackson was basically saying how the reason all the heads at ESPN are, you know, pushing the NBA to try to get their season started because, you know, ESPN has the contract with the NBA to air the games. Mm -hmm. And obviously this is a this is a big money ploy by all the heads there, including Stephen A. Smith, who, you know, is a basketball lifer. So, of course, Stephen A. is going to push the narrative that these players need to just go ahead and just get the season started and not worry about you know what's going on as far as bringing attention to it and yeah. i and i agree with Stephen a's point that yeah you got guys like lebron that you know whose voice can carry um globally that can you know get that message out there and still play at the same time but i think it's also fair to note that it you know the money thing you, you, you can't you can't escape the money part to this yeah folks gotta folks gotta get paid in yeah. the league yeah. Folks got to get paid at the networks who, let's face it, they, the networks lost money. Yeah. Uh, you know you know what I'm saying? Even with the last, last dance airing for five straight weeks and, you know, they airing Korean baseball five o'clock in the morning on ESPN. Yeah. These, these networks are still losing money what they would have been had the finals been playing. This is the month for the NBA finals. They've been playing repeats. You know, you know, yeah, right. They've been playing repeats. The same thing with NBA TV, um, NFL Network. Not that you know the NFL's you know was at a disadvantage. It's the off season for them, but the other leagues. I mean, look at baseball. They're, they're about to not have a season. Yeah. And and, and quite frankly, I, I don't give a damn at this point because they're they're really just arguing about money at this point. When mm -hmm. you got forty million people that's still trying to get their unemployment claims. So. Right. I, I could care less in regards to how they feel about it, but um, for the NBA and for the networks, they losing money out of their pockets, man. And I don't blame Stephen A. if he wants to push, you know, that narrative that these players need to, you know, just go ahead and you know carry on with the season. But I get Dwight's point where this opportunity is large, and so, we got the attention right now of the white people in America. So we clear, just so we clear for, you know, the listeners and, you know, and so that me and you are clear, do the NBA, are we saying that the NBA shouldn't be playing because of social, because of police brutality that's been going on for the past month, or are we doing it because, are we saying it's because of COVID-19, or both? I, um, All things can be true. Um, I'm saying it because of the pandemic the pandemic has obviously stopped the sport to keep from playing um all the events that happened to Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna mm -hmm. Taylor, George Floyd and now uh Rayshard Brooks 
um, all this has brought awareness to the problems, um, but police brutality, other social injustices, and folks are just tired of being in the crib, cooped up, unemployed, desperate, not knowing, you know, when the next piece of food's coming on the table. And, you know, all of this is the reason why all the protests are happening and it's been happening for, you know, three weeks straight and there's nothing else to distract people from. So I think all things can be true. Mm-hmm. I think that the pandemic is a part of this. I think um, the fact that players and and Damian Lillard, I think, brings up some good points also where he talks about the safety for, you know, for each of the players. Yeah. He, he, he's not confident that um, players in a bubble in Orlando is going to work. He, he's not confident about that, especially for a dude who's on a team that's what the tenth or eleventh seed in the West right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. and not even and not even sure that they're even going to get to the playoffs. Right. So I I see his point. Granted, they they're giving him an eight game season to try to you know play some catch up, but I, I I see Damian Lillard's point. There's safety issues involved. So I think all things can be true. We're saying this because the pandemic has opened this thing up. It's put a halt on everything. There's a focus right now that we got everybody's attention on this earth, that it's protest, it's social injustice, police brutality, it's the disadvantages that black you know, people in this country have been suffering for for almost 400 years. And it gives us an opportunity to not only educate ourselves, but educate other folks that just aren't you know, hip to, you know, what's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. If we're going to play basketball and it seems like, I mean, I I feel like they're rushing this because, um, because of the economy, essentially they, you know, and we've been talking about it for, we've been talking about it for as long as it's been going on that, you know, we, we're going through something right now where the economy is suffering in a major way, and they want this economy to recover. We don't want to be in a depression. We don't want to be uh, financially fucked up. And so let's let's do this with precautions. Um, let's do this with precautions. And um, if they're going to do it, and it seems like they're going to do it, and it seems like it's enough people that are tired of sitting home, there's enough basketball players that are tired of sitting home and, you know, players that want rings and players that's worried about their contracts to come up. Um, you know, it's a lot of stuff. Legacies. Yeah. I'm, I mean, legacies on a, on a on a long-term scale, but I'm talking about cats who was on a one-year contract. Cats was on their last year, their contract, who was right. ready to re-up. And I don't know those specific names, but they, I mean, I'm sure there are cats that was trying to get a payday, and that's going to get prolonged. And, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. It's going to be based on, you know, particularly these cats that's going to be in Orlando. It's going to be based on how they do in Orlando. Their contract is going to play a role in that. You know, if if they was looking to re-up, you know, for the next basketball season. So, um, it's a lot at stake. And, um, and, you know, with while I'm not okay with it, I don't condone, you know, I I get it. I don't condone the whole Orlando thing as much as I would rather I want to see basketball I would rather we come with uh, a little more I'd rather be more confident that we're on the that this is over this pandemic is over um but if y'all gonna do it there's nothing I can do to stop y'all from doing it um players should they got they should take advantage if you're going to play 
Um, you should take advantage. Now, I would respect if Kyrie don't play, and I and I would respect more if the NBA respected his wishes and saying, "Look, we get why you're not playing. Uh, you know, no harm, no foul." I would, you know, in a I perfect agree. world, in a the perfect league, world, the league should allow whoever doesn't want to play to not play. Yeah, I think I think the league should move on and do what they got to do because of their financial situations. I think the players, if they don't want to play because of safety concerns or they want to, you know, focus more on the social injustice issues, then let them do what they got to do, you know, for their families and, you know, whatnot. And then for the players that are just getting paid the $1 million contract or, you know, the $5 million, um, you know, this is bread that they might, you know, see once in a lifetime. They might not ever get the payday, you know, just like you were saying earlier. So I, I think both parties, if it comes down to it, should just kind of, you know, move their separate ways. I'm not against the league coming back. If they come back and they start games, then I'll watch. And plus there is sort of an intrigue because they're not letting fans into the stadiums. Right. So I am intrigued to see how that looks, how that shapes out to be. And they're also talking about broadcast teams actually calling games from their houses. I'm not even sure how that's going to, you know, mm. look in terms yeah. of yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So there, there is some intrigue off the break how this thing is going to shape out. Now, if they don't come back because maybe enough players come out and say, you know what, we we we, we can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be another spike, which you know most people are talking about. But then you got some companies that have started back up and trying to get back into normal sort of trying to be a little tone deaf about what's going on with the COVID numbers, because let's face it, every city in America for the last three weeks has been getting into large crowds. Mm -hmm. You have some people that are wearing masks, Mm -hmm. doing the social distancing thing, and then you have some people out there not giving a damn, just going out there, you know, sneezing, coughing it up, and, you know, God knows what else. And so Mm -hmm. my expectation is that these numbers are going to spike if it hasn't already. And I know yeah. some states out there have seen numbers go up. Yeah. So, and, and I just read an article down in Florida. They didn't shut back. They didn't shut down all the bars back mm. down there because people, customers were getting sick. And so they, they got shut it down. Yeah. yeah. I, I see this. I see the same thing happening here. Mm. Yeah. Don't worry. Cause I don't plan on going to no restaurants or no nothing. Yeah, you know, that, you know. I don't uh, care if they're dining outside. I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I stick to the carry out and the delivery. Um, let me say what's up to Deacon Dale, Miss Mocabella of the X Squad, and Big Care Three or Three. Appreciate y'all for joining in uh-huh. on the chat room. Um, while we still on COVID nineteen and um, you know police brutality, uh, I, Ezekiel Elliott has been. Um, diagnosed or it's been shown that he has COVID-19 tested positive. Thank you. Um, that he has COVID-19. Um, I haven't heard anything besides that. He's tested positive. Um, I can't help, but if you're asking me, I can't help, but think about that, um, that instance a few weeks ago where, um, him and Dak Prescott had a, uh, gathering with over 10 people, and I can't help but yeah. harken back to that and, and, and think, you know, what how that may have played a role. 
I, I, that's a, it's the first thing I thought of. Like, how did uh, how did that, or if it did, even if it did play a role, we don't know for certain. But yeah. um, how that might have played a role in in him uh, testing positive, man? Because, uh, man, and how and how long ago was that? Uh, maybe a party? maybe a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but all in all, because I'm certainly not here to you know. Not in this time, place blame or ha ha, I told you so. Um, uh, get well, you know, rest up and um, praying for you and your family because, you know, you got to be home with that, with your, with, your, with your family. So my question in response to him testing positive, how does the league react? And I understand that it's still the off season and there's no OTAs, there's no training camp and all that, but... Imagine come August and you're in the preseason and you're, you know, prepping for September to, for the season to get started and one of your stars tests positive. How yeah. how does the league react to that? Hell, one of your role players tests positive. Right. I mean, um, well, Roger Goodell says that um, he, um, he expects more players to test positive when it's time to start testing. With a, you know, I don't know. When they plan on testing, I don't know what their you know what their plan is um, to deal with it when it's time for players to start meeting up, um, teams to start meeting up. But um, he he and he uh, expects that there's going to be a uh, a, a few pl- a few players and you know team you know coaches whoever um, that are going to test positive. I don't know what their plan is to you know remedy that. Um, but he did say in a in a press release that he expects it to be he you know he he expects this to happen. Of course, yeah. And, and yeah. I think every league should expect the same, right? And whatever protocols they got to set, they better make sure that they got enough medical people on staff that can respond to any positive test, and they better be practicing social distancing in some way. But, yeah, it's, but but. And see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're three months in, and I, I'm noticing it at my job. How do you? How do you socially? I mean, if y'all back to work, you know, football, you know, whoever, and y'all back to work. How? I mean, how do you really socially distance? It's tough. It's 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 not gonna. It's, it's let me be clear. It's not gonna happen. No, it, it's not gonna happen. You know the way I think. You know, people who live in this perfect world expected to be. So this week was my first week back in the office, mm-hmm. like full time. But I'm still doing like half days at the office, half days at home, still trying to slowly transition back to everything. But it's tough because they say if you're going to get out and walk around, you got to wear your mask. So sometimes I catch myself sometimes. Sometimes I leave my chair and I forget my mask. Mm hmm. You know, because it's a mental thing. Because I'm yeah. thinking, okay, I'm back at the office. Yeah, and muscle all memory. These extra, yeah, all mm-hmm. these extra things that I gotta remember every day. I'm, I'm not caught up to speed yet. You know, we come into the mornings. You gotta take the temperature. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was a day, there was a day or two where I just came in and just forgot to take my temperature. Right. So, right. So it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. It's, it's just hard to practice these social distancing things. And I heard John Harbaugh talk about this on the radio the other day where he just said that the league is forcing them to do things that are just 
impossible to try to fit into you know what social distancing is yeah it's it's hard yeah um yeah I, i'm gonna tell you my um i uh, when you told me that uh that you might be um late to uh, record i figured okay let me i went i went to go take a jog before you know before the show and i mean i don't know if these young kids was a team cuz there was a, a coach there with them they was out there practicing. They didn't have pads on or nothing, but they was practicing. There was a dance team on the track that I was jogging on. Um, you know, there were plenty of people that didn't have masks on. So it's it's and they weren't social distancing. So it's like we every it's like we're at a point now where it's like, all right, bro, like y'all want the y'all want to push the economy. And we want to go outside, and we want some normalcy in our lives, and it's like it's it's about to it's, it's going to get to a point where people just don't care, and right. you know, and, and to be and if I'm being even more honest, most a lot of people I ain't gonna say most people, but there are a lot of people that just flat out don't care no more. Like you were saying, you were talking about the people um, just running around coughing, you know, doing but like people just don't care. People, it's not even second nature to them, even you know, even though we've been doing it for three months. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the world we live in. <laughs> and, and to add to that, let's be honest, we're going to get back to normal. We're, we're going to decide to get back to normal by how comfortable we feel. Yeah, not it's going to have by, nothing to do with numbers. It's not going to have nothing to do with numbers. It's not going to have nothing to do with what an expert says on TV. It's going to be how comfortable we are. Mm-hmm. You know, with, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it goes for our kids, too. How comfortable am I to take Nate to the barbershop? Which, yeah. by the way, I, I got his hair cut, you know, on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Bree. She came by the crib and, you know, gave okay. Nate his hair cut What's up? That, so. Yeah, shout A. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to her. Shout out to Bree. Shout yeah, out to Bree for, for sure. that. So. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was a decision made by me because... I'm not going to wait for no expert to tell me, hey, it's okay. I'm not waiting for the numbers. And I'm who the hell is this. an expert anymore? Right, right. Like, have, have you noticed Dr. Fauci has been, like, MIA ever since the protest started? Like, do you, like you haven't heard from him. Like, you used to see him on TV next to the president talking about, you know, this, this, that. It's this going to get worse. We're projected 100,000 of this. That That dude has not been able to be found for like yeah. the last couple weeks, mm. so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know who to trust. So I, I, the only person I, only person I could trust is my gut right now. The only person and, I could and, trust and, is my God. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Man. So kicking back in with social injustice, uh, NASCAR bans the Confederate flag, and yep. um, I want to send a special ha ha. Fuck you, nigga, to Ray Sicarelli, whatever his, whoever his name is, whatever his I name is. I don't even know the guy. I never knew who he was until I saw the uh, headline last week where mm-hmm. he uh, quit NASCAR, retired, because yeah. um, they are banning Confederate flags and he don't like the direction that NASCAR is going into. Bye. Peace out. I don't think diehard NASCAR fans knew who this guy was. Yeah, and, and 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 shout out to you for posting that tweet. Um, straight bars. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was real clever. Um, I forget who the guy that uh, tweeted that. Yeah, I don't that, remember that either. was real clever. 
And yeah, I, I, I never knew who this race the, guy was. With, and the bum never won a race. Like we we nope. NASCAR ain't gonna miss you, bro. Nope. Think, I think he, I think he came in tenth place once in his career, yeah. and that was the most he's ever finished in yeah. a race. You a so, bum loser. Yeah. Yeah. So. And shout out to Bubba Wallace, the uh, black NASCAR driver. Um, did you yep. did you see the uh, Black Lives Matter car? I did. Yeah. Straight shout fire. out. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him. Um, shout out to soccer. Did you see the Black Lives Matter jerseys? I didn't see the jerseys, but I heard that soccer is very adamant about spreading the message and okay, you know, getting that word out there. I so. think I don't know if it's for a season or for a specific day or tournament or something of that nature. But uh, the players, there will be no jersey names. In, in place of the jersey names will be Black Lives Matters on everybody's jersey. Oh man, that, yeah, I, yeah. Mm, I gotta, I gotta research that now. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So shout out place to of, in place of the names. In place of their names, it's gonna oh, be man. Black Lives Matter. Yep. Oh, so sh- shout out to shout out to soccer ML. I guess it's, uh, if it's MLS, so I don't know. You know, I don't know about soccer. Um, no. Oh, MLS. I, okay. Yeah, which okay. I need to stop. You know, I need to. You know, I need to start learning about soccer, man, because. Uh, my nephew, this dude is a beast. Like, like, like for real, a beast. Like, not like, oh, that's my nephew type. He a beast. Like, he a a, a beast, beast. I'm gonna send you his uh, IG when I uh, think about it. Um, okay. As a matter of fact, I need to make sure that um that his parents are okay with me posting, you know, whatever, whatever. Because he okay. getting he's getting love from professional. He's actually getting love on IG from professional soccer players. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so. that's dope. Yeah, so the, shout out, shout out the to only, The only soccer expert I know about is my father-in-law. Yeah. And that's because in his country, that's the sport that, you know, they play. So, if anything, if there's a person to speak to in regards to that, it would be, definitely be him. Um, I don't know. I, I just can't get into the, like the sport well I, I just want to be I just want to be good enough to know what's going on and know when he's doing good and know when he's doing bad because I am definitely going to try to make it my business to start um, going to some of his games when you know when they start opening back up um, right. because he um, he putting in work like his they, his parents is uh, you know running his Instagram and you know they yep. he going out and practicing there he's practicing every single day like He's getting drills from professionals, like professional soccer players, like telling him, "Hey, you right. need to work on this. You need to work on that." Like, like, like he having conversations with them. They like they're commenting on his on his post type shit. So um, yeah, he's definitely doing uh, making some moves, and he and he, he he focused. They got him focused over there. How much do you think DC United tickets are? Uh, shit, I don't or what know. or what they, or what they yeah, are? Right yeah, now. shit, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I, I would like to investigate that. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe maybe we go to a couple matches or something. I I would. I I'll be honest with you. I'd rather just go to my nephew's games and learn that way. Um, and if I if I can if I can enjoy like thoroughly enjoy a soccer game, besides the fact that it's my nephew, then I will maybe uh, look into this DC United thing. But I tell you um, one thing: I am definitely looking for those Black Lives Matter soccer jerseys. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm on the website now trying to see what they look like. Yeah, but since we're still on this topic, man, I, I wanted to get how you feel about 
Confederate statues and and and, and really just kind of statues in general. So just a couple stories that I found over the week, right? So so you know the Panthers zone every time when he bought the Panthers a couple years ago. In the agreement was was that the Jerry Richardson, who was the former owner of the Panthers, uh-huh. had a statue right off Bank of America Stadium. And in that agreement was that along with the sale of the team, the statue had to still stay in place. Mm. Nonetheless, they signed the agreement. Obviously, David Tepper is the owner of the Panthers. And a decision was made over the week to have Jerry Richardson's statue removed from outside of Bank of America Stadium. Yep. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't give a damn what they do with it. Nope. <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, where they're going to store it or whatever, uh, quite frankly, if Jerry Richardson wants it, he can have it. He can put it on his house. Yep. On, on his lawn or yep. whatever. Yep, you, know? you could be racist in your private property. Um, I don't, I don't want to hear that Jerry Richardson brought the NFL to the Carolinas. I, so? I, I don't a damn good, like, good. nobody nobody was asking for it in 1995 uh, well and even if they were and you bought it good for you you did something good in 1995 times changed yep, it's 12, yep. over to over 20 years ago times changed exactly and yeah. then and, and then um just to kind of finish my point uh-huh. about the statue so um i know here in baltimore they've removed a bunch of confederate statues as well as places in the South, they've done the same thing in Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Georgia, and this whole this whole movement of moving statues. And I and I know in Philly, they tried to remove a couple, and you see a bunch of white people just kind of circling the statue, like yo, uh, like if, if y'all want some, right, right, like they they looking for some smoke, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm curious how how do you feel about the whole you know statue thing like overall. Um, those types of statues belong in private museums and not in public places. Um, Agreed, 100%. Yeah. Uh, see, for me, because, look, um, you're, you're racist, you're all that, and that, but it, that is a part of your history, a part of American history. No matter how ignorant, no matter how hate, hateful, and, and it's a part of history. So, when people, you know, and you know, years to come, want to know about the history of America, it it should be there. Now, both sides of the story should be told in that same museum, but but both of it, but it should be there. We should have that type of memorabilia. But when it's out in public forums, it to it says, "Look at us. Look at this. This is something to revere." And none of those dudes are should be revered in 2020 and really never. But if we're talking about now, where we at as a country now and where we've been uh, as a country or where they say we've been as a country since, uh, I guess the late sixties or, you know, seventies when civil rights ended, um, you know, these, fe- these, these statues shouldn't hang cause these guys are representatives of the times before we were quote unquote free. Um, so every, every statue, every flag that represents that, um, should be taken down out of public forums. Um, now, and, and, but I should, but I want to make sure I'm clear. Um, they should be somewhere. 
because it's a part of America's history, and we and we should never forget not only as black people but as people. Period. Where we've come from, you know how far we've gotten. You know we should never forget that. But um, not on a public forum. Put it in. Put it in museums and make a conscious effort. To hire people who understand the history, both sides of it, the oppressive side of it and the righteous side of it, um, from the oppressor's point of view and from the oppressed point of view. Because um, just seeing it without context, um, you know, leaves questions. And if we are anything in this world, we are a bad game of telephone. And if the information ain't given out right, um, it's not going to be put out right. If there's a couple things that I agree with about white people who say you can't just remove the history, I agree there. You you can't remove the history. You said the same thing. You can't just abolish history like it never happened. I am stunned that in a capitalist America that we live in, that there aren't museums, or I should say more museums, that would showcase these Confederate statues. I don't even know if they exist. I, mean, I just don't know that they exist. I ain't looking for them, obviously, but I don't know that they exist. But I'm saying from a standpoint of you got the audience for people that want to revere these statues and want to see these statues. Right. You have, you have a large enough audience for that. Why not monetize that or take advantage of that, you know, money-wise and put these things in a museum in every city, and you can make money off of it. Do people go to museums? When was the last time you've been to a museum? The African American one? No, I was at the what is that in Tennessee? You know, we did our oh, okay, we, right, right, we did right. our road trip, and right. we went to the it was the Women's Basketball uh, Hall of Fame Museum, right, right, right okay. on you're right on the University of Tennessee's uh-huh. campus, right there. That was the last time we were at a museum, and right, and shortly before that, it was the NASCAR. Hall of Fame Museum down in Charlotte. <laughs> Irony. Yeah, right? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. When's the last time you've been to a museum? Um, I was married, so that long ago. Um, okay. okay. I feel like the last time, it was the Wax Museum in Chinatown is the last time I've been to a, uh, with Madame Toussaint, I think it is. Um, okay. It's the last time I've been to a, a museum. It was a school field trip. That's the last time I believe ah, I've been to a museum. Good old uh, school trips. Yeah, and, and it was a school field trip. Let's be clear, because if right. it wasn't a school field trip, I wouldn't have been there. You wouldn't be caught up in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I keep saying I'm gonna go to the uh, African American Museum, um, and you know what? I may go to that museum this Friday because I, I I called off for Juneteenth this week mm-hmm. this uh, Friday. Um, I may I may take that time to go to that museum. Yeah, I want to go to that one too in DC. And there was one in Nashville that op- that was supposed to open up, I think, last year. And when we went to Atlanta to my mother's, that was a place I was trying to go because Nashville and Atlanta are like three hours apart. So we were going to try to do that trip. So yeah, I, I definitely going to you know check out some African American history and. You know, with everything that's been going on this year, I'm sure that all of this stuff will somehow get incorporated into the museums to showcase for, 
you know, down the line and into the future. Yeah. So we definitely got to, you know, hit up some of this stuff, man. Get, you know, get some education, man. Yeah, I think I think I think that's going to be a part of my day on Friday. I think I am going to go to the uh, to that museum. And uh, see what's going on. I I, I was go- I made it my business. I'm gonna pull the camera out, take some pictures. I'm a um yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that Friday. I think that's what I'm gonna do. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. because uh, hey, apparently wanna, wax museums wanna, don't count. The, uh, Before you start, let me say what's up to Vince Wright. You said too. wax me- According to Vince Wright, oh, what who, up, uh, Vince? just joined the chat room. What Shout up, out to up. him. Uh, wax museums don't count. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know if I'm. I don't. There's one here in Baltimore, but I'm not really all that. Uh, well, let's be clear. I didn't even want to go, but he says that don't yeah. count. So if you're asking me the time before that wax museum, um, it was the Air and Space Museum. The I've been Air there Air. before. Yeah, but that was. I've been there but that's easy. That's easily been ten years ago. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like easily, it's been ten years right. ago. And, and now that you think about it, since we're talking about museums along that mall area, um, when me and Debbie first started dating, we went to the Holocaust Museum, which is not far from there, too. Mm-hmm. So you're talking almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And happy belated birthday to to your wife, man. To, yeah. Yes. I, I had a session, so I couldn't get in. I couldn't get in, um, get in to join y'all for y'all celebration. But yeah, no, okay. definitely, definitely happy belated. And while we're on birthdays today, Tupac turned forty nine years old. Happy birthday to Tupac Shakur! Wow, forty nine. Forty nine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nineteen seventy. Yeah. 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 Nineteen seventy. Yeah. Seventy one. Mm-hmm. Seventy one. Yeah. Biggie was seventy two. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And 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 a happy birthday, happy belated birthday to the homie Melvin too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure certain for certain and yeah happy birthday to debbie too that that was uh real 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 special weekend uh this past weekend. that's what's up we have to get everybody in a zoom you know meeting had two separate meetings we had a family one and we had a friend's one so it was, it was great yep yep it was, it was great um hey i wanted to bring up the texans for a second mm-hmm. um so you know how i've been about bill o'brien and you know his style of coaching and how he handled DeAndre Hopkins. How he handled that whole situation and just, you know, just every, just like anything negative about Bill O'Brien, I, I, I got to throw some smoke his way. I tell you what, man, and, you know, again, actions speak louder than words, but he came out and was like, I'm I'm a, I'm a kneel for the anthem. You know, when the season starts, I'm, I'm a kneel. And I'm like, that's that's pretty big coming from a coach. You know, a, a coach who's been ridiculed for a lot. Yeah. You know, recently anyway. And so, and and low key, um, we wonder is he racist? Him, not only him, but uh the owner. The right, the ownership. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, take well, a knee. We know the because the owner, the original owner, died. What last? Right, right. You're right. Gone. You're right. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're right. So, right. Think, Rest in peace, Cadell, and apologies. Yeah. I think definitely that guy was racist, and I don't want to speak ill will of anybody of the dead, but there was they had that issue. Um, what, what was the issue they had? 
I know it had something to do. It, it, it was in. It was in. It was a midst of all the Colin Kaepernick kneeling and yes. all of that. Yeah. I don't remember it specifically, and so and, right. and and because of that, I don't want to. You know, I don't know. Sure. So so. Sure. I, I, but um, I tell you this. Um, shout out to Bill O'Brien for taking the, for 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 standing with his players. Um, yep. That is a if 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 it's just a team building and an attempt to team build. I um I I would wish it was for you know for the right reasons, but I'll take it in sense of what it looks like uh, visually. Um, right. Also, Matt Baker Mayfield says that he's going to kneel and he don't care if you lose fans behind it. Yes. Um, Shout out to uh, Baker. Yeah, I mean, all of this could be uh, all of this could be a, a, a show to help appease black people, and I mean, especially in their positions, considering coach and quarterback. Need these be. guys, you know. I don't know. I don't know these dudes' hearts. I don't want. You know, the right. point is, is that they are standing with us. Um, and as of right now, we'll take it until we know not to take it. So shout exactly. out. So shout exactly. out to Bill O'Brien. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. Shout out to any uh, white or uh, of any nationality that will stand with the cause. Um, you know, uh, Watt yeah, came out. He actually he um he, he lambasted somebody on Twitter the other day. Somebody said, "Hey, you know, I know JJ Watt ain't you know he's not too proud about what's going on with the league and stuff." And so JJ mm. Watt responded and was like, "Hey, first of all, don't speak for me. Number one, and number two, if you haven't been t- paying attention about why Kaepernick kneeled during the anthem, it wasn't about the flag. Yeah. It was about bringing awareness to." social injustices, police brutality, and the like. So JJ made it very clear on Twitter that he, he's he's with the cause for certain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, look, man, I, I, it's hard for me to understand, and, and you know, not to, not to harp on Drew Brees from last week, mm-hmm. but it's, it's again, it's just hard for me for, for any NFL player, white NFL player, to not understand uh, why this is important and not uh, and to understand what was being done, it's hard for me to fathom that they that you know anybody could still in 2020 say uh, kneeling for the flag is disrespecting the military or doing anything but uh, protesting social injustice and police brutality. Um, I, I got to continue to drive that point because it's to me it, it's it, it's. It you want to be stupid if you don't understand at this point? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let me. I'm gonna throw three more names at you. Uh, Joe Burrow uh-huh. came out on came out on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but he came out on Twitter um, right after the George Floyd situation, and he said, "Hey, you know, black people are at a disadvantage." I'm paraphrasing, but he, he came out and said specifically, "Black people yeah. have been disadvantaged for such a long time." Uh, Carson Wentz. Um, same thing on Twitter, you know, called it out like it was, didn't sugarcoat anything. Um, Trevor Lawrence, who's not even in the NFL yet, still, mm-hmm. you know, playing with Clemson. And I, and I, I guess Clemson, Clemson's got some issues going on, too. Yeah, like I, don't ha- like, I don't have enough information on that, on the Clemson thing. I saw it, but I didn't really know yeah. what was going on. Yeah, well, I do know that DeAndre Hopkins, during every game, when they announced the players on the field... He makes sure that the announcer doesn't tell them that he He's went to Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, right, right. That was sort of his way of um, protesting 
whatever the dude that I guess the university has named, like some kind of building on their campus was named after a well-known, you know, racist from back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So that that's what he was protesting against. So shout out to DeAndre Hopkins for, for sure. Doing that. For sure. Um, uh, who was I? Who was I about to? Uh, the coach at um, OSU. Yeah. What the hell does OAN mean? What what was what is that acronym? Uh, something American Network. That network was sponsored by Donald Trump on several occasions. Okay. And that network also had content that was basically expressing itself about how they felt about the Black Lives Matter movement. They're against. Oh, oh, really? Yes. And he and he and he wore the T-shirt and he he wore the T-shirt and he thought it was going to be okay. And his uh, his running back, I forget his name, um, came out and was like, yeah. "No, I don't, I don't appreciate that." And they, those two, apparently they did a video together, which I thought was a little. It looked authentic, inauthentic. Right, it looked fake. It, it looked fake. It looked uh-huh. fake. Well, well, first of all, um, the running back didn't have anything to apologize for, and he apologized. I think. He apologized for the way, I guess, he went about it, per se. But (laughs) to me, I didn't feel like he needed to apologize. Um, The coach needed to apologize. And he did, by the way. Wearing that damn T-shirt. Yeah, he he did. did. Yeah, he he came out and uh, apologized. Um, uh, The guy's name is uh, Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Uh, Hubbard. Yeah, threatened to boycott. Um, I I did see that he... um, that he apologized. Uh, Mike Gundy apologized. That's the guy. Mike Gundy, yeah, Mike I, I Gundy, yeah, guys. yeah. Um, I had I had to look it up. Like I said, I, I, you know, I'm trying to find the apology, but it don't look like I'm finding it. Like I, but oh, he okay. did He did come out and apologize. Um, oh, okay. to you know, to put it short, he did come out and apologize, and you know, he was insensitive. The whole, you know, the whole the the press the press release apology, which probably is not real. Right. You know? Nah, I, he he can go. Yeah. I mean, he's not, but they ain't gonna fire him. No, they not. They they put the PR, they put the PR on it. The whole video, like you said, with the running back and coach, you know, having a having a dialogue, and you know, yeah. But I'm I'm more tripping off the fact that he didn't apologize when he had the chance to in the video. I'm tripping off the fact that he uh, see. Here's the thing: he owns the shirt. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he he you know you know he bought the shirt. He owned the shirt. He bought the shirt because he's a supporter of the network. It's not like right. you just threw the shirt on one day and was you know accidentally threw it on, didn't know what it meant, you know whatever whatever. He bought the shirt. He owns the shirt. Now was he uh, and he was tone deaf enough or not cognizant to think, ooh, I'm about to be on camera. I can't wear this shirt. This is Drew Brees 2.0 almost. Yeah. If they're not almost, it's, if it's, it's about because the exact same because, thing. Yeah, because if it's not because if it's not ignorance, then it's on purpose. Yeah. So yes, yeah. So it's, it's, it's it's being tone deaf to what everybody's been talking about. It's either he's being tone deaf, or he was trying to make a statement and didn't think that it was going to get the backlash that it got. Right. Um, and, and you know, and it's like, come on, bro. Like, are you you a racist? Are you a racist? I'm waiting for you to say it, Maestro. What is he a racist or or no. come at me? I'm forty. Uh, no, I'm I'm waiting for you to say it. 
Well, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Daddy's stupid. Like you said, Drew Brees is stupid. Nah, but see, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I've come... The reason why I think Drew Brees is stupid is because he came... For him to be apologizing the way he's he apologized, like you know, the first one was bullshit. The second mm-hmm. one was kind of like uh, maybe, but you, it seems like he's going through the necessary channels to correct his behavior. Um, it seems that way. So there's that. As of right now, and I guess the story is still kind of new. Mike Gundy just came out with the bullshit PR apology. Um, I don't know that you mean that. And if, again, it could either be one of the two things. Either you're stupid or you was trying to uh, put a message out there. You was trying to represent that network that spews that rhetoric. And um, (sighs) I don't know that dude well enough. Only thing I can remember about Gundy is the whole come at me, I'm 40. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I can remember about him. Um, I don't. I don't recall if he's a good college coach, and I, I, I would imagine he's like an average one, you know. But um, I, yeah. nah, I, 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 I do want to know whether he erases. I mean, I, I want to know. I want to see what the, his actions are in support of the cause now that he right. came out with the PR apology, or does he think we just going to forget about it? What is he going to say to them black players in the locker room? These things matter. Like, these things matter. Because, I mean, he ain't doing nothing to me personally, but he is affecting my people. Oh, absolutely. I hope these players realize the power they got, man. Um, Particularly the college football players. And, you know, they're not making money in this sport, which I think could be a factor in all this. Don't worry. That shit about to change, though. It's going to change. It's going to change. But I'm I'm saying, like, for now, if, if students decided... We're, we're, we're not going to suit up or we'll suit up, but we're not going to hit the field. We're going to, you know, make a stand. We're not going to play. Then what, what, what's college football going to do at that point? Right. Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's about it's about sending a message loud and clear that we're not going to tolerate bigotry, you know, and not to accuse anybody. But that would be the message. We're, we're just not going to tolerate racism from people within our organization. Um, we're not going to tolerate the organization itself for, you know, saying how they feel about, you know, us as a people. Yeah. So yeah. I, I hope these players realize they, you know, they got more power than they think. They really do. I hope we recognize as a culture that we got more power than we know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I brought up um, I brought up the term cancel culture earlier in the show. So I would like to share the companies that I've canceled as of last week, right? Uh-huh. So I think everybody knows that Home Depot endorsed Donald Trump's campaign um, for this year. And I, I think he they did for his previous campaign yeah. years ago. But it was really kind of like, oh, okay, it was whatever. But now that we got a little bit more awareness about, you know, what's been going on. We got to fuck with Lowe's. I just, yeah, exactly. I just decided, you know what? I didn't pay off my Home Depot card. My aunt even texted me, was like, I made the last payment and mm. I'm about to shred the card. More power, man, because yeah. I, <laughs> I told Debbie, I'm like, I am not buying another thing from Home Depot. All right. Um, I'm with Lowe's, you on that. Lowe's is where it's at. I'm Lowe's with you on that. Lowe's is closer got to a, me anyway. Got a black CEO. Yeah. 
right, I'm so, with you on that. And I didn't know they had a black CEO, so I'm yes, with you. Yes, yeah, so we All right, I, I'm with you with I'm with you on those. I'll go. I'll go. I go with. I go with you. Uh, I go back to back with you because I I have uh, yep. recently canceled somebody uh, in my mind, and this one hurts. This one hurts. Uh, I know you're going. Okay. Chick Fil A. Mm. Chick Fil A. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I, I don't think I'm fucking with him. I'm, I'm upset with him. I'm not, I'm not really fucking with him right now. Um. So before you go, did you see the email from the I did higher not. ups? I did not. <laughs> um, I did not. And but I, but I, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm thankful for my job. I have a I wear a Black Lives Matter face mask to work every day since I got my since I got it, um, and I'm sure I'm sure it rubs. Uh, well, no, because I I only got I only have to and I don't really have to see my 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 white boss much anymore with all this going on. Yeah. But he's but I they they let me express myself, and and, and, and particularly in these times. Yep. Look, look, listen here. If you could support Pride, well, and that I guess Chick Fil A didn't support gay pride, but um, they yeah. But let yep. the right now, right now is just not the time. If they not doing nothing, if they not get, if they not wearing no pendant that say you know fuck crackers and don't you know middle fingers or nothing, a Black Lives Matter representation, y'all got y'all got to let y'all employees have that right now. Yeah, y'all gotta let them have that right now. It's crazy. I I pulled up the email okay. from the Chick Fil A upper management team. Right, so it says with the current events that are going on throughout the U.S. concerning the protests and what happened in Minneapolis last week, corporate and and they got this word blanked out, but it basically says corporate is asking that you do not post anything on social media if you have posted in your bio that you work at Chick-fil-A or if you have photos posted with you in your CF in your Chick-fil-A uniform <sighs> we encourage you to voice your opinion on what is going on but please do not have anything in your bio or on your page that represents Chick-fil-A mm. I read that mm. I said I said I'm I'm done no more lemonade Oh, I love no Chick-fil-A. No Chick food. food is so good. <laughs> no more Chick-fil-A nuggets. No yeah. more spicy chicken sandwich. No more fruit cups. N- none of that stuff. They, yeah, yeah, bro. No, no, I, more. no can't, more. Can't do it. Can't so, do it. I got a, I got a quick story in regard to Chick-fil-A on Saturday. And you know what? I got so many points on my fucking Chick-fil-A account. And... Nah, they're gonna have to give. They're gonna have to run me my shit. They're gonna have to run me my free say, shit. Reimburse you. I was gonna say, give you some cash for. They ain't gonna give me no cash. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use up these. I'm gonna use up these points because uh-huh. that's free food, and then I'm done. Matter of so, fact, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna use that shit tomorrow. I'm gonna use that shit tomorrow, and I'm done. So on Saturday, we're at the Walmart at Quarterfield around the corner here from our house, and right across the street is Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. So. We get out of Walmart. We get in the car. It's about noon, so it's lunchtime. In my head, I'm like, we, we going to McDonald's. Yeah. In my head. We, we going to motherfucking McBooBoo's over Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Debbie's like, um, she's like, babe, you missed the turn. I said, the turn to what? She was like, Chick-fil-A's right there. I was like, babe. 
and and me and her, we already had to talk about. You know, I showed her the email and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and she she she's she's heartbroken. Yeah, like she, yeah, yeah. She she it hurts. It hurts, bro. Yeah, yeah. She she cheated today though. Uh-huh. She, and she and she and she got slick. So I I come home from the office today and I see a Chick Fil A bag on the table. Mm. I, I gave I gave her the look and I was like, babe, like what happened? I thought we was yeah. you know taking a stand here. She was like, I asked Nate what he wanted to eat McDonald's, uh, and I was like, come on, uh, come on, you gonna put it on Nate? Don't do that. Mm, mm. Don't do that. I, I I picked up the bag and I. And I, I asked Nate, I said, Nate, what's this? What, what, what food is this? And he was like, uh, uh, he was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, babe, you, you, you trying to trick the boy? Like, yeah. you, you trying to make him give you an out? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Damn devil. But yeah, man, I, I'm with you. I, that, I'm yeah. with you done. 100% with done. Chick-fil-A. I am done. I, I don't care that the chicken was good. I, I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. I'd be I, I, done. Mm. It's gonna hurt though. Tomorrow, I'm glad I had this conversation with you. Tomorrow is gonna be officially my last Chick Fil A day. Man, that's going. Oh, that's gonna hurt. I gotta. I gotta erase the app. Like I gotta erase the app because if I see the app, I'm gonna think, "Ooh, Chick Fil A." Yeah, yeah. You gotta. You gotta rid yourself of those things, man. Yeah. Oh, I've been, sorry. I've done good. I erased Uber Eats since they, since they let nigga fly on, uh, on Twitter. Let uh, <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. I got rid of that Papa John's. I, I got a little weak from the commercial, but I didn't go. Right, right. Not fucking with them. I'm even. I've, I've even taken time, Trey. I've mm-hmm. taken time to find a lot of black owned, like you know, uh, laundry detergent, toothpaste, that mm-hmm. type of shit. Um, that that I am going to start using. I agree with you, man. And like I've already actually, found them. You found some. Like that's, we buy we buy black dot com. That's what's up. Yeah, that, that that that's that's what's good. So yeah. I've been invited to a couple of Facebook groups where everyone who's black promotes their products, t shirts, um, cars, whatever you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. Uh, I make sure to send you a invite to these groups because they they're showcasing a lot of the talents and stuff some people yeah. make t-shirts with their own machines and you know things like that and I, I i think that's great we should just start networking with people and you know putting you know putting their businesses out there and you know like i last week i don't know if you saw my post from the previous weekend there's a crab house in the area here. It's in the yeah. river. Mm-hmm. You, you saw that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And man, shut their stupid asses you. down. Yeah, yeah. Shut them down. Sh- shut. Shut these, them to hell. Shut yeah. these shut them businesses down. down. Yeah, shut them down. Want to post racial comments? Yeah, about them, their yeah. patrons. Yeah, shut them down. Man, suckers. That that was yeah. That was one because they flooded the block. They flooded the parking lot mm-hmm. in front of the store, and they said, "You know, we as a people, we 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 not gonna take this. We're not going for that. Yeah, that's there, there, there's black owned crab houses on the other side of town. Yeah, go. yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm all for that. That's why I posted that, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I did in regards to posting that. The lady that was in the video that was speaking, who was leading the protest, yeah." 
I had to I had to clip about four different parts of the video because she spoke so gracious about how important it is for us to understand that our dollars matter. Yeah. <laughs> and when we decide we're not going to patronize a particular business as a group, as yeah. a community. Yeah. That looms large. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone mm. and, and if you folks, you know, care to, you know, take a look at the post, just if you're friends with me on Facebook, you know, Trey Frazier, um, just check out my Facebook page. You'll you'll see from a couple Saturdays ago, I uh, posted some information about a racist crab house um, that's not going to recover from this, quite yeah. frankly. And good for them. Yeah, no, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Bob Shot Sports Talk Podcast. I want to say what's up to Mac Farrell. I don't think we did. Um, and we nah, did... what up, Mac? Yeah, we didn't see him in a minute. So uh, shout out to Mac Farrell. Um, I am also, um, this one don't hurt as much, but every now and then I like to go here. Um, no more. And I don't care that you printed out shirts that support uh, Black Lives Matter. I don't care that you went collabed with a corporation to do it. Stop uh, depriving these people their right to protest. If it's not anything offensive on that protesting material, let them protest the way they protest. Starbucks, I am done with your ass too. Mm. Now, they did similar to what Chick-fil-A did in terms of them saying, if you got social media, you can post Black Lives Matter, but don't, you know, Disclose that you work for us. We don't want to be involved with yeah. any posts, Done with all you. that stuff. But then was like, um, don't worry, we coming back. We coming with the with the shirts that y'all can wear. I don't want to wear your shirt. I want to wear my pen. I want to wear my face mask because I got to wear a face mask anyway. So I want I want you to see how I feel about my people. I, I gotta. I'm trying to think. Have I ever stepped foot in a Starbucks? Oh yeah, I've definitely had. They had their uh their strawberry lemonade with the black tea in it. Man, okay. fire. Okay. I, I I somebody got it for me one day and I fell in love. Um so every time I roll past, I'm feeling good on a Saturday. Um I'll mess around and get that drink. It's a nice little little drink, it'll cool you off on a hot summer day. Um but yeah, d- to hell with it. It's dead. Done with Starbucks. <laughs> Never was a coffee fan. Um, I'm not a big coffee fan. The only reason I drink coffee is because it's in my face every single morning at work. Um, but that's that's the extent of my coffee. I don't even I don't go to I don't go there and buy coffee. I don't right. buy coffee. Yeah, like I, yeah, like I don't even know what's on their menu. I mean, you just told me about the strawberry man. Stuff. That I, shit is delicious though. I that's all. I, there's two things I know of their menu: that and the coffee. Yeah. So I I was never a fan of them to begin with, and I won't be never yep. again. Yeah. <laughs> won't be won't be patronizing Starbucks anymore. Nope. Nope. Hey, uh, Vince Wright got a question in the chat room. He says, um, "Y'all think NBA is going to come back still?" And we talked about it, um, yeah. you know, kind of earlier in the in the show. Yeah. Um, I think they'll, they'll come back. back. Yeah. yeah, they'll come back. They'll be back. They'll they'll come back. Um, yeah. I think you'll see some players not. Wanting to play, and uh, and their and the NBA should hold that. Yep, and it should be their prerogative to do so. Yep. So facts. Um, Roger Goodell, and this is this is the last thing I got. Okay, um, this, so I because I ain't got nothing else neither. Yep, yep. So Roger Goodell comes out on TV and says 
he endorses Kaepernick to be picked up by a team. So fake ass and, up. <laughs> And you, know, and, and, you know, watching that, he didn't look sincere also. Like, he kept looking down. He was just kind of like, yeah, we, we, you know, I endorse any team to pick up Kaepernick. I'm like, dude, why can't you look directly at the camera at least? At Apologize least to that a, man. At least make us think you serious, bro. <laughs> Apologize <laughs> like, to like, that damn, on. apologize to him. Yeah. But other than that. Do you think someone's going to sign Colin Kaepernick? No. Because I think they are. I don't. You don't think so? Nope. Okay. I I, I, I think someone's going to give him a chance. You think somebody's going to feel guilty or try to play the, ooh, look at us, we we woke? I think somebody's going to come out and... And play the we woke, we woke card? I think so. I mean, I, I think look. So. It's, pop, it's, pop, it's popular right now. And if they do, and if they do, good for, good for Colin Kaepernick, but I don't think so. Okay. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. It's a 50-50 at this point. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, Roger Goodell, look, um, I get it. But I tell you what, I tell you what, for a sense of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this goes back to him including Jay-Z and, you know, and, and you know, I don't, you know, giving him a role in the NFL. Yep. Um he he may very well be doing these things for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. but um, or for ingenuine reasons. I, yep. I, um, but if that is if that is our opportunity to come in there and make a change and and, and, and uplift the culture and, and and change some some policy and not only the NFL but you know help out and you know the system of oppression that we live in as black people. Um, good for him. Yeah. If he if he if if he's the guy that's in that's in power, the owner, the commissioner of the NFL, while you know while you know things change, then but then even if he did it on accident, hey, you you deserve the credit. So you know while I think it's ingenuine, and while I don't think he's um doing it because he genuinely one hundred percent has an understanding. At least to understand, and not necessarily sympathize, but it has some type of an understanding of the issues that are going on, and is trying to you know help make a change. Um, even if he's not doing it for those reasons, he's at least putting people in position who are trying to make change. And Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and 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 if he lets it happen, you know, kudos to him. Although I do have a prediction, and Vince Wright. I um because uh, he Vince Wright interviewed me last week, okay. and I was talking about this on his show. But I do have a prediction. I think the silence of the owners speaks volumes. And let's remember, Goodell works for the owners. It's not the other yeah. way around. Correct. So I think in the short term, and I don't know how many years he's got left on his deal to be commissioner or whatnot. Uh-huh. I think. Within two years, Goodell will no longer be commissioner of the NFL. Okay. Unless, unless owners start to come out and start to speak up for Black Lives Matter and the like. If they don't do that moving forward into the season, then I could, I could see Goodell being gone. And I think what would be dope with that 
given that he hooked up Jay-Z with the partnership and all that stuff, it'd be so dope if Jay-Z was the new commissioner of the NFL. Yeah, that would be dope, but... <laughs> not trying to, you know, yeah. put any... You know, no, that'd be make, amazing. Give nobody's hopes up. Not trying to, oh, you know, stir, stir trust the pot me. or anything Trust like me, that. my hopes are not up for that. <laughs> <laughs> that my hopes are not up for that. But that you would know, be amazing, yes. yes. That, that would be amazing if Goodell passed the torch and said, Here, Jay. Yeah, oh no, that's no way in hell. No way in hell. If he did that, I, if he did that, it'd be Greg Popovich and then it'd be great Roger Goodell if he ever did that. Mm. Yeah. And shout out to Greg Popovich, by the way. You spoke on silent speaking volumes. I said you and you you made me think um you made me uh think about a post I saw on Facebook where um somebody asked about how they feel about Mike Tomlin not releasing a statement um, about everything that's going on. Do you have a what? What is your take on coaches? Because you spoke about owners. Um, right. The only the only coach in the NFL that I can recall came out with a statement. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is um, the uh, Texans coach Bill O'Brien? Okay, so just to kind of go down a list here, and okay. me and me and Debbie was kind of talking about this the other night. Um, my Ravens, um, the owner, came out on a video and said, you know, what's going on with police brutality. And again, I'm paraphrasing. Sure. But Steve Bashadi called it out point blank and said, hey, this is wrong. What's been going on with black people? We, we need to be more educated. We need to be more aware of what's going on. He even had like a Zoom meeting with all the players. Mark Ingram was a part of it. Uh, Matt Judon was a part of it. Um, trying to think, Lamar Jackson was a part of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing people saying, oh, Lamar's not speaking up. Well, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, and I, and I kind of feel the same way about Tomlin. Like, yeah. okay, he's not speaking up, but given his history, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I'll say the same thing about Anthony Lynn, because I haven't heard Anthony Lynn say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is. But um, uh, I'll give my take on it. Um, mm-hmm. But just yeah. to, I'm sorry, but just, oh, to, go go down the, but just yeah. to go down the list here. So the Ravens owner came out uh-huh. and publicly, you know, you know, supported Black Lives Matter. I know the, the Titans ownership came out, did the same thing. Okay. We, we talked about Bill O'Brien already. Um, and Brian Flores. I thought Brian Flores said something. Okay. Okay. Um, with often. So that's all I know. Um, gotcha. at this point. Gotcha. Yep. Um, my response, as far as that goes, um, I don't know if you saw the Dave Chappelle special yet. I did not. Oh, uh, it was, heard it was, uh, heard it was dope. Oh it was my dope. God. Trey, when you get off of this podcast, Go watch. It's on YouTube. It's literally on YouTube. Okay, um, I was just about to say Netflix. Um, it's supposed to be a Netflix special, but I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen it on YouTube. Okay. I have yet to see it on uh, Netflix. So well, I'm guessing he called out Don Lemon. Um, his- yeah. Um, okay. Well, now he oh. necessarily called him out, but um, he mentioned him. He mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. man, but I. He said in that in that special. Um, and it's funny because Don Lemon is a part of this story. Um, yep. He spoke about uh, Don Lemon saying on TV questioning why haven't celebrities 
come out and spoke to you know spoke to social injustices and he, and he started naming uh, guys by name and Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle was talking about like you know he wishes I watched Don Lemon when he did that okay um, so Dave Chappelle was saying that talking about how he was on the wishing wishing that Don Lemon would say Dave Ch- you know would say his name like he was at, watching TV like I dare you say my name nigga um, right. <laughs> and um, his, but Dave Chappelle's response which is genius but oh my god why? Why in the fuck would you want to hear from a celebrity about what, what about what's going on right now? The the streets, like they not in the streets. Tomlin speaking is 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 the streets are saying enough. The streets are doing a well a good enough job in in you know projecting or portraying what the issues are. Yeah. Uh, you know, facilitate what the issues are. Any celebrity, all that does. Is take away, um, you know, take away the eyes from what the streets are saying and puts it on celebrities who aren't in the trenches, right? And um, so, to every uh, you know celebrity per se, every famous person um, that's not speaking, um, the way I'm with them, the way Dave Chappelle said, you don't have to say nothing if you don't want to say nothing, um, because. The streets, the streets are speaking, and they are representing us as black people just fine, just fine. Watch that special tonight, Trey. <laughs> I am. Oh okay. my god, I done watched it like five, five, six times. I've, I've, I think yesterday was maybe the first day I hadn't watched it since it's been mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah, that that boy. That's yeah. No, nah, I, I heard about it. I, I heard, and um, Don Lemon was talking about how his name was mentioned during that Dave Chappelle, um, you know, stand up or whatever. And, you know, he, he really appreciated being, you know, not so much called out. Cause I don't, like you said, he didn't really call him out. Yeah. He didn't like, he didn't disrespect him per se. He just right. responded to Don Lemon's comments. That's what right, I mean. That's really right. what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But just, just one little side note to that. Um, I did watch, Don Lemon's show when he did call out those names. Uh-huh. Um, and w- do you remember what the names were? Tyler Perry. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, so he went there. Oprah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he went there. He went there. Tyler Perry. I don't think he... I thought he said Jay, but I don't think he said Jay. Okay. Um, he, did he say Oprah? I feel like... Because I, I, I recall... I like, Oprah, I like Oprah's, name, Oprah. Oprah's name has been mentioned a few times. But the, the one name that kind of really caught my attention was Jane Fonda. And, yeah, and, 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 and here's why. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, wait, Jane Fonda, the, the old white lady yeah, that made right. the piece? So it turns out the next day, Jane Fonda called into a show. And they were talking about, you know, the issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Little did I know... Jane Fonda was about that life, you know, you know, back in her day. Like she marched with um was it Dr. King or they, she marched with somebody. But yeah. she, she, she but marched she, it in naming the cause. Right. She she marched in so many of these protests that, you know, and I and I was doing some research on Twitter also, but she's got mugshots of her from being arrested, you mm. know, for being involved in a protest. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, 
that's why he called her out because she, you know, she about that life. Yeah. You know, she marched. Mm. She stood up for us as a, as a people. So mm. I just I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, that yeah. Was something that really kind of wowed me. I'm like, wait, why are you calling out Jane Fonda? Mm. And you know, turns out after just doing some research, she, you know, she she did marches and marched with up. us we'll and got arrested. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I got nothing else, man. Hey, man. Hey, well, look, man, I want to say uh, thank you to all the listeners, anybody who listened in the chat room, anybody who's going to listen on demand. Uh, we appreciate you. We love. We we love. We love you, man. And I'm. I, I'm. That's a. You know what? That is another phrase that I am. Uh, I'm going to start exercising more. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love you. I appreciate you listening. Um, if you uh, follow me on Instagram at Maestro Styles, follow Trey at Trey Frazier. You can follow the podcast at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Barbershop SPOR2. Um, like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page, and subscribe on YouTube. For Trey Frazier, I am Maestro Styles. We will see you next li- next Peace. week. Love, love. we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.